Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So on last week's mini-sode, I talked about the power of live music to remind us that we are all essentially the same. And I told you guys that I'd been to see Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen a few weeks ago in Hyde Park. So seeing as I haven't done a playlist episode for months and months, I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to do a Bruce and Billy playlist. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a top 10 consisting of my five favorite or five of my favorite Bruce songs and five of my favorite Billy songs. Now, full disclosure, this has been a nightmare to choose because of course I only get to choose five songs for each of them. And for me, that's like actual torture to have to choose. And I found it especially hard for Bruce Springsteen because I'm probably a bigger fan of his than Billy Joel, much as I love Billy Joel. Um, but Bruce has such a ginormous back catalogue of tunes that it's pretty much impossible to pick only five songs, but I've done it for you. And hopefully by the end of it, you'll have a really cool little playlist. Um, and I will leave the Spotify link in the show notes as I've done before. So you can go ahead and listen to it right now or as soon as you finish listening to this. Um, okay, so let's start with Bruce Springsteen. And I'm putting these songs in no particular order, but here goes. So number one for Bruce. I simply cannot do a Bruce Springsteen playlist without Thunder Road. This song is absolutely one of my favourite songs, full stop, let alone favourite Bruce songs. Now, I happen to be slightly obsessed with the harmonica and I think it's one of the most underrated instruments. And part of the reason I love Bruce Springsteen's music so much is because of the way that he often uses the harmonica in so many of his songs. And I just think it's the coolest sound. Um, and the harmonica part that starts Thunder Road really is just second to none. I just adore it. I really, really do. 
And the song is actually the opening track on the 1975 album Born to Run. And it's definitely thought of as one of his sort of greatest songs ever. So without being a total cliche, it is top of my Bruce list. And actually, I have a favourite version of this song, which I'll put in the Spotify playlist, um, which is from a gig in London in 1975 at what was then the Hammersmith Odeon. Um, I still think of that place as the Hammersmith Odeon even now, although it's been the Apollo for quite a few years. But anyway, that is my favourite version of Thunder Road. But in the Spotify playlist, I'm going to I'm going to put both the studio version and that live version from Hammersmith. And yeah, I'm, I'm also just going to read something out that Bruce said about the meaning behind this song. He said this, The music sounds like an invitation. Something opens up to you. When I wrote this song, I hoped it would show what I got out of rock and roll. A sense of a more meaningful life, a larger experience, more frequent and good sex, wouldn't know. A sense of celebration, more celebration, a sense of personal research opportunities, the realisation that all this is somewhere inside you. This is my important appeal to the audience, to myself, to all those interested. My invitation to go on a long and very hectic journey, hopefully in the company of the one you love, the people you love, and in search of a home that you can feel a part of. So yes, those are some of Bruce Springsteen's words about his song Thunder Road. Okay, so that's Bruce number one. So the number one song for Billy Joel is going to have to be Piano Man, which is from his 1973 album of the same name. And speaking of my obsession with the harmonica, is there anything as amazing as when the harmonica comes in at the beginning of this song? I get goosebumps even thinking about this. But this song is very nostalgic for me and it actually reminds me of a pub in West London called The World's End that I used to go to when I was probably, well, I must have been 17, 18. Um, I used to go with a load of friends and we were at that age where life really starts opening up and you feel really excited about finally being an adult not that I think you're an adult at 18, but whatever. Um, And life seems, you know, full of promise and hope and excitement and opportunity. And you haven't quite yet realised how bloody lucky you were to be a kid without any responsibilities. But yes, this song reminds me of that time in my life. Um, And I just absolutely adore it with all of my heart. It's such an incredibly beautiful tune and the lyrics are so, so good. And actually some of my favourite lyrics are, I'm actually going to sing this you know the bit where it goes and the waitresses practicing politics while the businessmen slowly get stoned yes they're sharing a drink they call loneliness but it's better than drinking alone i i just love that lyric and the waitresses practicing politics whilst the businessmen slowly get stoned yes they're sharing a drink they call loneliness but it's better than drinking alone apologies for my singing um Okay, moving on to song number two for Bruce Springsteen, and it's a track called I'll Work For Your Love, which is from the 2007 album called Magic. And I was crazy about this album when it came out. Um, I don't think this is one of his better known songs, but I just love it. 
Um, and I don't know what it is about this particular song, but I find it so incredibly uplifting. Um, for some reason, I, I absolutely love the very beginning of the song. It's It kind of starts with a bang and it always makes me smile and makes me feel incredibly, you know, just joyous, really. Now, I always think of this as a love song, but it also seems to have kind of religious connotations. So to be quite honest, I'm not entirely sure what I think it's exactly about. And actually, that's one thing about Bruce Springsteen. His songs always have a lot of words. They are very, very wordy. If you listen to them, you'll know what I mean. Um, And it may sound silly, but yeah, have a listen and let me know what you think. Every song is just rammed full of lyrics. And he's one artist whose lyrics I find hard to learn, which is weird and very unusual for me because I'm famous for being weirdly good at knowing the lyrics to gazillions of songs. Anyway, Give this song a listen, I'll work for your love, and see what you think. Whatever it's about, I bloody love this song, and I hope you guys do too. Okay, moving on to song number two for Billy. This is another one of his really well-known songs, and it's She's Always a Woman, which is from his 1977 album, The Stranger. Just, oh my god. This song kills me, honestly. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I know we always say that, but I really do. I just think it is so, so, so beautiful. Um, And I'm also obsessed with the lyrics to this song and also the beautiful, beautiful piano part that goes all the way through it. It's just a classic love song really, isn't it? And I kind of see myself in some of the lyrics. Maybe we all do. But this song always makes me feel a kind of combination of really sad, but also really uplifted and kind of nostalgic. It's just an amazing song. And I also think it really highlights what an incredible voice Billy Joel actually has. Um, I think he's a bit unsung in terms of his voice, actually. No, No pun intended, but he really does have such a great voice with such a gorgeous tone. Um, But anyway, one of my favourite lyrics from this song is when it says, I'm going to sing it again, brace yourselves, and she'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden, then she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding, but she'll bring out the best and the worst you can be, blame it all on yourself because she's always a woman to me. Sorry, moving on. Okay, Song number three for Bruce is one of my absolute favourites and it's called Brilliant Disguise. I just think that it's very Bruce Springsteen and, funnily enough, and I I just love it. Um, I think it, it always strikes me as a real kind of driving song. You know those songs that are just really good for driving to? It's just got that sort of vibe about it that makes me want to be on one of my US road trips. Um, I love the verse, I love the chorus, it's just such a great tune and compared to some of Bruce's other songs it's actually relatively simple. My favourite lyric is in the second verse where it says, well I tried so hard baby but I just can't see what a woman like you is doing with me and behind those couple of lines is this extra little piano bit which I also absolutely love. Have a listen and see if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Okay, 
Brilliant Disguise is number three in my Bruce tracks. So back to Billy. Number three for him is another of Billy Joel's hugely popular songs, but with good reason, because it's just such a joyous, joyous tune. And it is, of course, Uptown Girl, which is from his 1983 album, An Innocent Man. And this song is all about love between the classes. I think it's pretty damn difficult not to jump up out of your seat dancing when this song comes on, if you know what I mean. It just has such an upbeat vibe. I love it. Um, And I think most people think that this song was written about Billy's ex-wife, Christy Brinkley. But in actual fact, it was originally written with Elle McPherson in mind, who Billy Joel briefly dated in the early 80s. And the song was inspired when he was on the island of St. Bart's playing piano. And he realized, and this was back in the early 80s, and he realized that he was being watched by three gorgeous women, Elle McPherson, Christy Brinkley, and Whitney Houston, the amazing Whitney Houston. I still can't believe she's dead. But anyway, it was that moment that inspired him to write it. He couldn't quite believe that these three amazing, gorgeous women were sort of, you know, basically slightly fighting over him. But anyway, he then went out with Elle McPherson, But after her, he then went out with Christy, who went on to marry. And as the song evolved, it became more about Christy than it was about Elle. So there you go. Anyway, when he played this song at the gig I went to recently, Blimmin' Joe Jonas came out on stage to sing it with him, which was so random. My niece, who I took to the gig, nearly fainted. She was so excited. Um, And I have to say that Joe Jonas is hotter in real life than he is in his photos. Photos don't do him justice. I've never really... I mean, I don't really know anything about the Jonas Brothers, to be honest, but I've certainly never, you know, fancied Joe Jonas. But having seen him on stage, I've got to admit, I've got a little bit of a crush on him now. Anyway, moving on to Bruce's song number four. So... Bruce's song number four is from his 2012 album, Wrecking Ball, but it was actually written a lot earlier than that in 1999, and he performed it for years without actually putting it on an album, although it was originally on um, one of his live albums. The song is called Land of Hope and Dreams, and the album version is nearly seven minutes long, but I just think it's fantastic, and it takes you on this real emotional roller coaster of a ride because it's somehow such an intense song. Um, I just love it so much, and I was crazy about this version of it when when the album Wrecking Ball first came out. It's just really epic, and I would suggest listening to it from start to finish at a loud volume. You really need to hear it the whole way through and get kind of immersed in it. So. I'd be interested to know what you think of it. So yeah, let me know. Okay, Billy Joel song number four. Uh, this is also a bit of an epic journey and it's it's a song of his that I'm sure lots of you will already know. It's called Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, also on the album The Stranger. Now, this song is a journey to uh, like Land of Hope and Dreams. And it's nearly eight minutes long for a start. And it kind of goes through all of these different parts. And it's just freaking awesome. It's definitely one of Billy Joel's most popular songs. And like Land of Hope and Dreams, I think it's a song that needs to be listened to from start to finish at a decent volume and preferably whilst not distracted by anything else. 
I also think it's a real grower. It's one of those songs that you really come to love and adore the more that you listen to it. And the song is kind of divided into sort of three pieces. It starts with like a piano ballad, which then move and with some sort of saxophone, which is really cool. I love the saxophone, which then moves into like an up-tempo jazz piece, which tells the story of high school sweethearts, Brenda and Eddie, who married young and then got divorced. Um, and the song then transitions back to the style of the first section. But Essentially, it's a song that reflects on the kind of carefree life of a teenager that drastically changes once people become adults. That's that's essentially what it's about. Um, and in case you were wondering, the restaurant in question in this song is supposedly the now-closed Fontana di Trevi, which was on West 57th Street in New York City, just across the street from Carnegie Hall. So there you go, fun fact. Okay, on to my final Bruce song, God. The final one on this playlist anyway. So drum roll, it's Human Touch. Now, it is definitely not cool to say that Human Touch is one of my favourite Bruce Springsteen songs. But I don't bloody care because I absolutely love this song. Um, It's the title track from the 1993 album of the same name and it just does something to me. That's all I can say. I find it completely delicious. Um, And I just absolutely love that real 90s sound that starts the song off. It's just so damn cool. So go and check it out if you don't already know it. My favourite line in this song is after the kind of bridge bit in the middle where the verse comes back in and he sings... So you've been broken and you've been hurt. Show me somebody who ain't. So you've been broken and you've been hurt. Show me somebody who ain't. Well, never a truer lyric said, hey. Um, I just love that line. Now, the thing about picking five Springsteen songs is that it's basically impossible. Um, And I cannot think too much more about this or I will drive myself crazy um, maybe I'll do another Bruce playlist, 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 playlist at some point. Um, but anyway, the I think these five songs give you a, a really good taste of his differing styles over the fifty years of his career. So yes, okay. So we're nearly there. Final Billy Joel song number five, also a title track, and it's from the album River of Dreams. Now. This song reminds me of being a kid, well, a teenager, because it came out in 1993, so I would have been, shit, what, uh, 17, 18? Because I was born in 1976, is that right? I don't know. Anyway, my maths is appalling, but somewhere around there. But it reminds me of school, of friends, of innocence, Um, you know, a time of innocence, and well not totally innocent by the age of 17 but anyway um I love the song because it's just I almost think it's kind of a little bit tongue-in-cheek um and I really love the beginning where there's this build-up of like bongo drums and it sounds a bit kind of like African music it's so so good um and then it kicks in and it's just such a great melody I even watched the video for it the other day which was quite entertaining to see Billy Joel back in the 90s 
Um, it's always, you know, so amusing watching old music videos because they look so, so dated. Um, do people even still make music videos? I guess they do. Do people actually still watch music videos? It just seems so kind of from my childhood. Anywho, right, well, there we go. I'm just going to read back through all of those songs. So, number one for Bruce, Thunder Road. Number one for Billy, Piano Man. Number two for Bruce, I'll Work For Your Love. Number two for Billy, She's Always A Woman. Number three for Bruce, Brilliant Disguise. Number three for Billy, Uptown Girl. Uh, Number four for Bruce, Land of Hope and Dreams. And number four for Billy, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. Uh, Number five for Bruce, Human Touch. And number five for Billy, River of Dreams. So yeah, I'm going to put the playlist, um, the Spotify playlist, into the show notes. So go and have a listen. And I hope you really enjoy those 10 songs. You probably know most of them. If you don't, I hope you do. Um, And if you already know them, I hope this has reminded you of their awesomeness. Okay, cool. I will see you guys back here on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous weekend. And remember that you are awesome. Okay, bye.